welcome to the Align Sisters podcast. I'm Alexis. And I'm Erica. And, and today... <laughs> today is just us two. Wow, we were going we're in ready. together with that. We are ready to talk. Hold hands, ready to go. Yeah, just, just the two of us. Just wanted to get on here and kind of talk about things that both of us are working on in our personal life, like both emotionally, spiritually, physically even, and just kind of share uh, anecdotally like what what's up with our lives and what's going on. And I never want to paint any sort of level of perfection or level of mastery, like constantly learning, constantly evolving, constantly having to go back on things that I thought I learned. And so we just wanted to share kind of things that we're currently learning or working on. So yeah. yeah. Constant work in progress. Yeah. That's learning it. and growing. Mm-hmm. Who's going first, me or you? Um or we go you know we go one for one. Tit, tit for tat. Okay, let's do tit, tit for, for tat. tat. I like that. Yeah. Do you want to start us off? So what are you sure. working on, Erica? <laughs> well, first off, happy Pisces season, everybody. We're recording this on the very first day of Pisces season. So happy early birthday to our little fishy Alexis. Woo-hoo. Big three one coming up. Super exciting. It's my favorite energy. Yeah. Three yes. one. Wow. Love that. Three one is you. such an awkward age. It is really. Yeah. It's not it doesn't have the same luster as 21 did. Yeah. I feel like 32 sounds better. 31, it's like I don't know a lot of 31 year olds. I feel like it's either you're 30 or you're 32. Like 31 year olds are kind of like this. Weird. No man's land. Yes, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, we digress. So, so what are you Pisces, working on? Pisces season is here. And I do feel like the message with Pisces is a lot of intuition, a lot of gentle approach to understanding your emotions and just really connecting with that energy. So I think in the last few days, and even the last like week or so, that's something I'm really trying to already embody is like, really being gentle with myself and really just like checking in, honoring boundaries that I need to create and doing that. I think sometimes I often distract. I know Alexis can relate to distracting with phones, movies, seeing people doing things. And I kind of forget like what the heck's going on inside. So I've really tried to slow down and understand that. And something I'm working on is trying to like move through some of my energy I think energy I've like gained or like trauma let me say that trauma energy I've had like over the last year and the past few weeks I've had some bigger life moments happen and it's just been really intense so just trying to honor some of that energy and work through it um through movement through energy work sweating just trying to like release all that shit but also being gentle with myself at the same time so it's such a little balancing act of like pushing myself but not too hard so it's kind of an interesting uh tight walk on that but um that's something I am currently working on yeah I feel like you've been doing a really good job with that like I've noticed even like this last week you like intentionally like taking more walks or like doing like a workout that you normally wouldn't do and yeah, I think sometimes when we get into those modes of like trying to recover from a trauma, um, we can really revert back to those negative ways of coping. And mm-hmm. I feel like you've really gracefully 
uh, stepped up. And I feel like you are trying to really learn your lesson from like the aftermath of the trauma. Cause I think that's really where the work happens. Like the trauma happens and that's hard, but like, it's actually like what you're carrying with you after that you have to deal with and live with and how you decide to connect and or disconnect yourself from the world. Yeah, I agree. It it is really such a blessing to have certain things happen in your life, even though it's really difficult and really hard and scary and sad and all the things. It's like sometimes we need those catalysts in our lives to push us to grow, to push us to like, no baby girl, like you got to look inward, like you got to do the work, like still more Mm -hmm. lessons to learn, still more time to take. So yeah, I'm, I'm grateful for that. And yeah, thank you for seeing that. Of course. Yeah. And then I would say similarly to you, something that I'm working on is kind of like cleansing, same idea, cleansing the energy of like winter and being kind of like stale and stuck and trying to like more transform into that, like spring being lighter, feeling more energized, uh, being outside more. Um, So I know for me, like the last month or so has been pretty tough mentally, I think. Um, like weather-wise and just the state of the state, um, I felt kind of isolating. And so just trying to be more um, open to movement, open to seeing people and reconnecting. Yeah. Reconnecting. I like it. Yeah. Um, other, other bits that I'm working on kind of taking a little bit of a turn, but similar camp is working on my triggers and also just working on like processing like the polarities of the world. I know from like an astrological standpoint, I've heard a few astrologers speak to like this year in general, we're going to see a lot more headbutting, a lot more like my side, your side kind of stuff. And from the jump, I really felt that um and I continue to feel that and I see that like on such a big level but I also see that in my own personal life as well and I feel like it's hard like I find myself getting so triggered like being on TikTok or being on Instagram and like reading the news and it's like it's just very hard I think from a spiritual standpoint to approach certain situations and not feel so triggered and not feel like, Oh my God, this person's like such a freaking idiot that they would believe that or think that, or like, why don't they think like me? Why would they think that's right? Like, that's so insane. They're loony. Like, and I think other people perpetuate that or make jokes about it. Like something I've noticed on TikTok, or at least that like, it keeps pushing for me as like a bunch of Zodiac stuff. And it's all like, you know, like oh, Aries, like look out insanity, like Gemini, like run away and it says like making fun of all the signs and stuff and it's totally fine but like I think on a greater scale it points to the fact that we always want to like point out somebody else's flaws and be like oh the real monster in the room is of course the Virgos like they are the trash cans of the world like that is who it is you know and like (laughs) it's like I get it and I like you know that's obviously very humorous and like silly light one to kind of think about but it's also like why are we so quick to want to like point out that like somebody is a monster? Like we all have good and bad like in us and like understanding that other people do too. Other people have different backgrounds for the way they think. And so I think trying to kind of neutralize 
my reaction to things has been something I've really been challenged at working on is like neutralizing that feeling of like, fuck this person, basically like they are human garbage for thinking that way. And like, I think I've been trying to like pause when I feel that and slow down and kind of reflect on like, all right, like what is the lesson here in me being so triggered and so passionate about this? And then if it is something where I'm like causing so much hate inside myself, it's like, what good is that? Like, how is my hate for somebody that's being racist going to change it? It's not. Mm -hmm. So how can I move from a more productive and more progressive place where I'm able to affect change without harboring so much hate for my own self? Because that hate then is just living inside me and like, it's only hurting me. So I think that's kind of just the really light one that I've been working on. <laughs> so, <laughs> super super light. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. That's so hard too. Cause it's easier to point the finger at someone else, uh, than like look at yourself or try to understand someone that is challenging you. Mm-hmm. And definitely. I think like what you were saying, just like to come forward from a space of love and trying to understand that person's perspective, um, is tough. And I think that's why we tend to just stick to what is easier, which is this is black, this is white. Mm -hmm. Uh, So, yeah. Yeah. It's definitely trying to like examine that gray area and understand that we're all on a spectrum of good and bad and, you know, playing the game of crusading and right versus wrong is a tough game to play because we're humans and we're having a human experience and we're sometimes bad and we're sometimes good and that's okay. So, and I think like what you were saying earlier, sometimes those like negative things or people that are so polarizing that do trigger us, help us initiate that change that we do want. So as much as we don't like that person or the situation that we're in, sometimes it's necessary to bring about that next step or actionable uh, item. Yeah, totally, totally. Without letting the hate and the negativity of it get to you. Mm -hmm. So definitely a big one and definitely something that I've talked to a few other people in my life. And I feel like they're also noticed and they're also kind of trying to cope with and deal with. And I think, yeah, just being so on social media all the time and stuff like that. I think you can also trying to think of the idiom, but it's like, you know, when you're like telling people that already believe the same thing you believe. What's the idiom for mm-hmm. that? I don't know. I, no, but I, I know what you're talking you know about. You're talking just about? basically, yeah, you're preaching to the people that already believe in you versus like, yeah. And you're just getting fed that same information. Same which information. Is, and it's like, that's part of the algorithm of social media because it's yeah. like, oh, you like this, here's more of this, but um, yeah. it just like reinforces your, uh, already, your reality. Like, yeah. Yeah, reinforces the reality that you already see. So, mm-hmm. yeah, just some interesting thoughts. And I know that, you know, like I said, this is going to be an ongoing theme throughout the year and something that's obviously very difficult to kind of cope with. And each time you feel triggered, it's for different reasons and different emotions. And it's not always easy to pause and kind of find the best response to have um, either externally or even internally. So, yeah, yeah, just something working on for probably a few years, <laughs> probably forever. So. Yeah, it's a great one. Um, I think for me, next up that I'm working on would be helping myself 
within being in a negative mental state. Um, I know a lot of us like struggle with mental health. And I think this season tends to be a little more of like a downer time, like winter season is as it is. Um, so instead of like leaning into that, which I tend to do is like distract, 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 or just kind of like isolate and just like live in a hole. Um, like actually taking those tools that I know to help myself. Um, and we were talking about this before we were recording. And it's like, I, I do this all the time. Like my friends will be like, oh my gosh, like I'm having all this anxiety. I don't know like what to do, or they kind of do know what to do, but they just like need someone to tell them. And I'm like, oh yeah, like you could like work on this meditation or like do some like breathing exercises or maybe you need to journal. And it's like, I'm really good at giving the advice, but I'm really bad at like doing my same advice that I would give away. So those that can't do teach. So <laughs> I guess that's me. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So I think this month I need to work on actively taking those steps to help myself, like acknowledge the anxiety, acknowledge the negativity and do something productive and positive whether that's any of those things I just listed like journaling or sitting still I think that's part of my issue I have a hard time sitting still and an easier time moving and distracting and I think that's part of uh like social media too it's like I have a very short attention span and I put far too much of my time and energy in looking at a screen and using that as a coping mechanism like I think we all do and I'm sure if you've watched any of those documentaries they go on and on about like how your phone is designed to help you distract yourself and it's almost like a game I think that's been my issue too it's like I've been so addicted to my phone of just like looking at like what you were saying TikTok or looking at Instagram or looking at anything that's like shiny and interesting and fun and not in my own head um, that's easier for me to live in versus actually just like being still with my thoughts and uh, trying to work through them versus work around them so work through my shit versus going around it that is yeah. my goal I love that love that mm -hmm. good good goal especially I feel like coming up on your birthday it's like always to me like such a reflective time where I think about the past year and think about you know all that's been good and bad and things that I'm still learning about and things that I feel like I've changed about myself so you know I just had my birthday and obviously we said Lexi's is coming up here so yeah both kind yeah. of in a extra reflective time so yeah I think birthdays for me are like I try to keep it positive but I think like maybe like the week or so before my birthday it's kind of like that like oh man should I be doing this should I be doing that so it's like those are like the anxiety thoughts that I'm like trying to uh just acknowledge and see and work through so yeah, yeah. definitely definitely yeah and then probably like the last thing I'm working on is like being consistent and this is kind of like my new year's intention word of the year what have you is kind of being more consistent with myself but you know like everything also then try to like not 
consistent, but not like pressure myself and push myself too much. I think um, something consistent, both, but not rigid. Yes, I like that. Consistent, but not rigid. I feel like something both Lex and I have been really into is kind of more understanding our cycles and understanding female hormones and stuff like that. Um, obviously, we've had a few people on and we hope to have more so we can also learn more uh, just about the female body and stuff. But I think we definitely like routine and that's super helpful. And I think it's really good for building a spiritual practice and keeping, of course, consistent. But I think at the same time, we have to understand that as women, we're changing. And one day you need to wake up, you have tons of energy, you can get up for that 5am walk that you promised yourself next day. Not so much, you got to sleep in and honor that. So I think I'm trying to create consistency while yeah, being flexible and intuitive kind of with myself. So I think something I've been enjoying, you know, it's a five day routine now. So it's like pretty much a habit is that I've been really into my morning skincare. I finally got the the new face that Alexis loves. It's like this like microcurrent, like little face machine. So I it is stay. a game changer. I yeah, love. she's she's good so far. I'm trying to trying to tighten the face up so I can stay forever young. But um, <laughs> I think just because it's like a whole five minute kind of process, like having that five minutes in the morning just for like a full, you know, ritual of doing my skincare has felt really nice. And it feels like I'm like really treating myself right. And that feels really good. And so I think I'm trying to be consistent in things like that, um, kind of taking care of myself. And yeah, it doesn't need to be super long, super big process, but just like taking five minutes, even just like 10 minutes to go walk outside. I've been trying to read more audible books and listen to that while I'm walking and stuff. So just being really intentional about trying to be consistent about what makes me feel good. So yeah, health as well, man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's tough to be consistent. And it's, I think tough to also be consistent and intuitive at the same time. Cause it's like, yeah. <laughs> like it's there's so many things yeah. so many things at play it's like oh well I should be doing that but then it's also like listen to your body there's yeah, like, like all these I different messages that you're kind of yeah. like saying yeah yeah like, I think, am I just being a bum or is this like lining up is that yeah. really me yeah it's I totally relate to that. but yeah because yeah. I've been trying to consistently because I usually consistently am like up and then I have to like move right away so I've been trying to like consistently be like let's have the morning be slower so maybe you are waking up at like 7 a.m or earlier but you're not jumping out of bed yeah giving your like head and your body that time to kind of like transition into the day so yeah and it's tough though because yeah it's easier to kind of like stick to a routine and not think about it yeah no there's it's it's challenging it's a balance it is challenging yeah very very hard to balance and I feel like with 2020 with what it was it was like such a routine shaker for a lot of people who were like very consistent with the routine so I know for a lot of people that's like rewriting a lot of like the ways they show up and do things and I think having to go into the office having to go to your job creates like a lot more structure which then makes it like so much easier to create a routine so I think when you're having to be self-disciplined that's kind of like the wild west and you know there are no rules so you got to create them yourself <laughs> so yeah feel that yeah 
Um, well, one of the last things that I'm working on is cultivating my relationships that I have in a positive way and then also being open to having healthy new relationships. Um, so I guess with my birthday coming up, I think last year was like a lot of uh, dating wise, not as positive. Um, I think I allowed myself to get into a lot of situations that didn't serve me and I situationships my situationships that I love all the situationships Uh, that's like gotta be one of my favorite words it's so good it's like it literally is it's modern dating it is yeah because then you always feel awkward like when people are like my ex my ex and I was like well we weren't really together but like also we weren't not so what you call it situationships could be you went on three dates situationships could be you were hanging out for three months it's there's a lot of years yeah who's to say yeah it's no judgment from these ladies (laughs) (laughs) oh I cannot judge anything yes so yeah my situationships last year I don't think I put myself up high enough um, like I didn't set high enough standards for myself and I let people take advantage of my time and energy. And obviously I needed to learn those lessons. So I don't regret any of those things that happened. Um, but I want to grow from that. So I want to be able to meet people and date again and um, not feel the pressure to like write off someone right away and then be really clear on communicating my standards and what I need and what I'm open to being, uh, to doing. And then also like being strict about my no, no negotiables or non-negotiables. That's non-negotiable. That is a word. I think a lot of the times we, uh, even become friends with someone and then we start, we'll let ourselves, bend our morals or our standards uh, because we want that person to like us. Um, so I want to be in a space where I can like myself the most and put myself first uh, versus putting that other person that um, I'm trying to connect with ahead of me. Does that make sense? Oh yeah, definitely. I think that's something a lot of people struggle with. And actually I'm reading this book. It's called, um, Badass Habits by Jen mm. Chinchero of Sincero. Uh, she's a few other books that I definitely recommend. Yeah. They're really easy, light reads. And I feel like the way she explains things is very like real and honest and just like easily uh, processable. Am I making up words? Who's to say? <laughs> we like just, it. Yeah. <laughs> or sure. at least I enjoy it. So. Thank you. Yeah. Anyways, I, uh, she was talking about boundaries and I thought of you because I mean, I thought of myself for sure. And just like, like thinking about boundaries and like, it's not just like, no, I can't go to that party, Sarah. It's like creating about boundaries where it's like, sometimes you have no boundaries in the way you view yourself and you like overextend yourself or over try to please others and stuff like that. So just like, I can't even regurgitate it because I haven't fully observed it, but it was, I don't know, the yeah. way she explained it was really good. And it made me think of you. And I was like, oh, I should recommend that book to you. Okay. And I feel like it is really important. So even though habits and dating don't necessarily correlate I do kind of feel like they do in a way because it's like Mm -hmm. 
you're just, it's that consistency of holding yourself to a certain standard and holding others to a certain standard and kind of keeping that and keeping your boundaries. So, yeah. And I, I think, think that's, like that. I like that. I definitely need to get a new audible book. So that'll go on my list. Yeah. And I think that theme is really great. I, I can relate. And I think it's like, we need to be better about communicating like what we need and it doesn't have to be rude. I think that's the issue. I think so many times I think that when you're setting up boundaries, it's like so hard and so strict and rigid and it mm-hmm. comes off like I'm being a bitch, but it's actually like, you're just being truthful with where you're at. It's like, Hey, like I actually had like a really long day at work and I'm only open to doing this and I can only hang out this late just because I know that I'm going to need my sleep or whatever your like scenario is. I think it's like the more truthful and the more communicative you are, the better, especially when you're talking to someone newer, whether that's a friend, whether that's a relationship, a situationship, whatever you've got on your hands. <laughs> so Yeah. Yeah. No, that's definitely very true. Cause it's like the way they're going to react is like, that's their reaction. Like that's not something you need to take on. You're not there to make them feel better or, you know, hold space for them, for their emotions that you, you know, have boundaries and you set it for yourself very clearly and very fairly. So, uh, yeah, it's just very interesting to kind of process that back even a step further. It's like, why do I care so much? You know what I mean? Like, why do Mm -hmm. I care so much how that person's going to react? Because I have a great excuse because yeah, I worked eight hours and then I had to go run 10 errands. And so, yes, I'm no longer up for that. You know, it's like, why do we have to like justify it so much? Yeah. And it doesn't have to be, I don't think it has to be that. And I think, I know you and I are similar, like very much like people pleasers. Uh, Brett just told me that this morning. He was like, Oh, don't you like to please people? And I was like, kind of, and I was like, I'm working on it. So (laughs) add that to the list. You things are working on (laughs) Yeah. So yeah, of course being kind to people, but just not having to, uh, again, put other people always in front of yourself. I think yeah. it's like, if you're always helping other people, it's like, how are you supposed to like help yourself or feel good or be whole when you do go to help other people? So totally, totally, totally. Yeah. So I feel like that's, that was like a good roundup of all the things, all the things that we're <laughs> working on big small mostly mostly big themes over here for sure so yeah I mean if you can relate to this let us know for sure um always reach out to us in the dms reach out to us in the comments let us know how you're feeling what you're working on we'd love to connect and swap swap books swap things that could help yeah I was just gonna say any tools that could help us and help Mm -hmm. other people too like we'd love to share that and we want to make this more of like a community where we can all grow together. Like Eric and I started at the beginning saying like, we're not perfect and we're not claiming to be perfect. And we just want to create a safe space where people can feel like they can um, be vulnerable and uh, grow from their mistakes, grow from their uh, troubles, grow from their um, traumas, etc. Yeah. Etc. 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 All right. If you feel like somebody could love this episode, please, please, please share it along, friend, family member, 
boyfriend, girlfriend. And if you guys did like this episode, please rate and review. That really helps us out. This has been a nice, good reflective chat. These are important conversations to have either if you're listening to us or having them with your girlfriend, your boyfriend, your ever friends, whomever, your situation ship. <laughs> Check yeah. in with them. Have honest conversations about where you're at because I think we yeah. don't do that very often. So, agree. Yeah. Well, we're signing off. Have a great rest of your day, morning, night, whenever you listen to this, and we'll talk to you soon. Bye. Bye. <laughs>